Welcome to Community Echoes on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Welcome to Community Echoes. I'm Michael Cast, and uh, got a great show this week. Um, and I didn't plan it this way, but it's it seems to be pretty art-based. And I think it's some sort of subconscious thing that I have going on that I want to have a lot of guests uh, that are in the arts today. I've got uh, somebody with me who is actually a, f- uh, a journalism uh, major uh, from uh, Brazil, uh, and she's also the uh, coordinator at the volunteer uh, coordinator, arts coordinator at Amanika Arts. Welcome, Fernanda Sala. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. How are you doing today? I'm great, yeah. Yeah, we met, what, I think we met at your show, well, we were on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, who is this person? She's got some great stuff on Instagram, and and then I found out that you're here, and you were involved with Almanica Arts, and you were the, one one month, you were the artist in residence, right? Yeah, exactly, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then you were, then you became the... It's the, well, did I get that right? Did I get the title right? The volunteer? Yeah, coordinator, arts coordinator. There. Arts coordinator. Yeah. So what does that entail? What is that, what do you, what do you do there too? Well, the idea, because Omnica is run by volunteers all these years, artists that are volunteers, and um, we didn't have one person there all the time just helping, organizing things and the exhibitions and the, if people want to know Omnica, it was closed most of the time. Like, I think it was, uh, we depend on volunteers. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we were open like three days a week. Mm-hmm. So my hope there is, first of all, to keep the doors open so everybody can know the center, can know the space. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing space. We have a stage where people can uh, perform. So if they play music, they, if they sing, if they are poets, they can just, like, go there and use the space for that we have um, a lot of uh, art supplies so people can go there and get in touch with different techniques Mm -hmm. and so uh, when I well I'm a journalist like you said I came from Brazil and I was working as a journalist uh, still here working um, to Brazil because I'm I cover education public Mm -hmm. education Mm -hmm. so it's something that I'm really passionate about and I always paint I've I've always been an artist as well so my main um, my main the the main subjects that I used to cover was art and education art in education as well so when I saw Monica I I was always like with an eye on it so Mm -hmm. I I want to participate but I didn't know how and I applied for the arts in residence and for me it was amazing because I saw how supportive and how great can be for someone like me that paint and do like make your own art but doesn't know how to how to make a living of it yeah yeah and or how to or if it's, it's nice enough or if people would like so for me changed like changed my mind so when i saw that they had the opportunity for someone to go there and just to help the center and so more people could know about it and be supported by it mm-hmm. i was like i was amazed and just wanted to get involved so when you, uh, why did you choose Canada? I'm really interested. Like, first of all, why Canada? And why, given the fact that today's a very cold day, yeah. why Prince George? <laughs> well, I, 
I when I was I don't know twenty somethings like a long time ago in two thousand six. I want to improve my English because in Brazil we speak Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So, and it's very important all over the world if you speak uh, English properly. I know that I <laughs> I'm still learning and mm-hmm. I have a strong accent, but I'm I'm much better than I was before. So, I chose Canada to learn English. So, I lived here for eight months, four months in Vancouver and actually four months in Montreal learning French. Mm-hmm. And I fall in love with the country. I, I just love it, how people respect each other and the relationship with nature. Um, so when I, well, I was older and I get got married and my we thought about living abroad for a while. Mm-hmm. So Canada was just the perfect choice. Uh, my husband, he uh, he studies nature and he's in devi- environmental studies. So he was uh, trying to do his PhD. So he applied for the PhD here in Prince George. Mm-hmm. We had a great university here. Uh, UNBC is known by by this field. So yeah, so we came just to spend a while, like one year or two. But I had my two daughters here, so Prince George became home. Mm-hmm. But of course, at the beginning, this code I was I was dying because <laughs> in Brazil you don't have yeah. this code. You yeah. don't get that like that cold. It's just zero degrees still in the winter time. Yeah. So yeah, I miss the sun a lot <laughs> at the beginning. Now I'm I, well. I we get like used to. Yeah. But yeah, and now I'm starting to like now that now that my my daughters are a, a little bigger, I'm starting to do more things outside, and they are Canadian, so they don't get cold. Oh, so they were they were born they were <laughs> yeah, born in they Canada, were born here. In, here in Prince George, here in Prince George. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's cool. So you're you you were just he was your husband uh, for a PhD here. Yeah. In, at, U, at UMBC. Yeah. Oh, and then he just finished. Oh, he just finished. And Great. Yeah, and he was working while he was doing his PhD. Yeah. He he's an instructor at the College of New Caledonia. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. he's yeah. he's working there uh, now. And then I had the the opportunity to get involved with Omnica. So yeah, so this became home. I think it took me a while to change to like switch something in my mind because I was still working for Brazil mm-hmm. but after six years it doesn't make it didn't make sense anymore just keep working mm-hmm. and and making things in Brazil since I live here in Canada mm-hmm. that's why I decided to get more involved with the community and we had we have a great community oh like, we have an amazing yeah yeah, yeah. Prince and George is a great community yeah it's very yeah. welcome welcoming and we have a lot of immigrants and refugees here, so I can see that it's a place that really welcomes people. And now, especially the art community, we we start to get to know everybody. So it's nice because, yeah, we met through Instagram, but then you were the next art in residence. Just yeah, after right you, after right? you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was. I always find that that such a that space for whatever reason. I mean. Uh, I don't know if you were here when when Amanika Arts was down on on Third. Yeah, were um, you here? Yeah, I remember. Then? Yeah, 
and uh, and that was a nice space. But for whatever reason, the space that it's in now, and that's on Victoria between between third and fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and I encourage anybody who, if you have the time, if you're downtown, if you're working downtown, come by on your lunch break, check it out. There's always some really cool art mm-hmm. on the walls, right? Who's this? Who is this month's? Artists in residence right now. We have Anna Rose Georgeson Jar- yeah, okay. and Corey and Corey Hardiman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they are. Yeah, they they are having their residence. And next month, on March, we're gonna have Erin. She's a she makes poetry. Oh, okay. And she yeah. doesn't okay. live here in Prince George anymore, but she's coming just for the residence. Oh, and really? Okay, yeah, cool. So it's uh, <coughs> it would be really special. Uh, we are trying to uh, to have as much diversity as we we can mm-hmm. so i always encourage everyone that do some kind of art doesn't need to be painting can no. be other kind of art expression just to check our website and check the arts in residence program and because yeah we we basically uh, at dominica uh, our role is to support local artists mm-hmm. and bring art closer to the community so that's our main um, ideas and we uh, support all kinds of all kind of arts so the marginalized arts so uh, if you if you want you can always go to the website and check everything so each month uh, we have uh, a different arts in re- uh, artists in residence and we pay for the artists to have an exhibition and to throw a free workshop to the community. Mm-hmm. We, we pay the artists and the community can have uh, access for free. And uh, and we have other programs as well to to bring art art close to closer to the community. That's what I like about. <clears throat> that's what I like about. I I always believe that 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 human beings we are inherently creative. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to me if you uh, cook or you knit or crochet or write mm-hmm. poetry or do photography or paint or or any any of that anything creative. I I you know when people say oh I'm not creative I'm like no no, no mm-hmm. you are you just don't know where yet. But I believe as a human being you are creative. Yeah. So it's not only diverse. I know Amanika Arts is 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 from a cultural standpoint from a uh a social standpoint mm-hmm. very uh very uh, pro diversity mm-hmm. and equity and inclusion and also not only that but the art mm-hmm. is diverse as well mm-hmm. and you're always looking for volunteers right mm-hmm. exactly yeah. yeah and it's it's nice to say that because art a lot of people see art just like a something beautiful to put on your walls you know mm-hmm. and it's not that it's a way of expression so i i like to mention our last artist in resident artist in resident was isaac he was like he's amazing artist he made like surrealistic drawings mm-hmm. but he never thought about uh, exposing his art so he was like in his room just drawing and make his things and when but he applied for the arts in residence yeah, and yeah. when i talked to him I said, well, you know, you were very, very talented. And he didn't, like, I, I think it was a process for him to realize because he was doing that just to express, like, her, his himself. So um, it's really nice to find these kinds of gems here in Prince George because I know that I, a lot of people have talents mm-hmm. or have things to say. More than talents, they have things to say. And, and 
sometimes they just need a chance or that's a great <clears throat> that's a great way to describe it things mm -hmm. to things to share stories to tell exactly, something yeah. to something to express mm -hmm. uh, I know when I when I first got here just about 20 years ago uh, I, I I didn't want to stay you know mm -hmm. and and uh and I, but the one thing that did keep me here was the arts the vibrant arts community right mm -hmm. and i believe that that young, especially young people now that i'm getting a little bit older i believe mm -hmm. that young people are young people will be telling the story right young people will be telling the story uh and artists in particular will be telling the story of our community mm -hmm. right and uh what uh, so, Amanika Arts is is a non for profit, mm -hmm. right? It's run by a board. Yeah. And uh, and then the board is it is the, is the board at Amanika is it a working board or is it a, a board that uh, just a, a oh I can't what's the word I'm looking for um yeah a, a policy board thank you mm-hmm well they they have their professions and they work in other places uh -huh. but they are really involved with everything that we do so uh, the board are also volunteering in the events and everything so they have a huge part of the mm -hmm. uh, of the coordinating and administrative things at Dominica uh, and it's amazing um, how how much they could achieve uh, because yeah they have their lives their families and know it that, but they have the passion for art and mm -hmm. the passion for make it happen and make it um, accessible to everyone. So uh, I can see like now that we have another thing. Every Sunday we have the um, open like Doug an open and Lisa mic. doing the open mic. The, yeah, the, the, the coffee, coffee house. house. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So was like was an idea of two volunteers. They they said we have a huge um, mus like music community oh, here. Uh, yeah. A lot of people that they perform uh, during summer but they would love to get together like have a place every week to get together. So we start the coffee house every Sunday and it's an amazing place open to the community. It's by donation mm -hmm. so we can just donate what you, what you want or what you can. And we have coffee and goodies to eat, and people uh, can sign uh, at the door to perform for 15 minutes um, at stage. And you know, it's a great place for children and teenagers that are, are learning how to like how to play an instrument. And because it's a safe place, it's a place uh, where everybody feels um, good and welcomed. They can like they can perform and see and check how they are doing mm -hmm. and learned how to how to be on the stage how to use the microphone you know these kind of things that sometimes you don't learn at school mm -hmm. so yeah so we are trying now uh, make Omnica being um, known about uh, for other audience I don't know how to put but yeah. like amplify the mm -hmm. public that already access Omnica because when I start going there I noticed that a lot of the art community knew about it but not outside our community mm -hmm. so we really want this year to get to schools get to children uh, students and other people that just um can um can use the space so so that so that's part of you that's what i was going to ask you that's part of you as the as the arts coordinator that's part of your mm -hmm. 
that's what you've been directed to do by the board is exactly to, yeah is community outreach mm-hmm. that sort of thing yeah right excellent excellent yeah and what does what do you what do you see going forward what is what does it look like for Amanika Arts do you guys have any idea like like mm-hmm. what are your goals our goals is to have uh, to find first of all we need money of course we need money to support our our project mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we want to have uh, when we want that people know Omnica and can um, be there and use and be supported by it so we already um, feel that people are coming more and more I, we can see in our social medias that a lot of people start following us uh, our last workshops were full so we have free workshops every month. Mm-hmm. So we can see that more and more people uh, now know Omnica and I start to use it. So now we have some projects that we want to f- try to find fundings for it and grant so we can make more and more projects to the community. So now we are doing some partnerships. So we had a partnerships with the um, a symphonic orchestra here mm-hmm, in Prince George, mm-hmm. so they could um, make a, a meeting uh, to play together at Dominica, and it was open to the community and free to the community, like by donation, because we need donations yeah, yeah, to support yeah. the center. But yeah, but so people could get in touch with classic music, you know, and uh, and symphonic instruments so mm-hmm. i know that's something that sometimes uh, people don't don't have access to it so we are trying to diversify um the kind of art we have uh, to make accessible to the community and we are trying to uh, create other programs so we can uh, we can achieve like more people and more diversity and having the center full of people. My goal, my personal goal, is have the center like full of people all day going mm-hmm. and being creative, you know, yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, learning yeah, yeah. and and you know yeah. teaching as well. So we can share our knowledge. You know, would be that would be great. There was a, uh, <clears throat> I think there's, uh, I uh, when I was there, there was always a concern about about being downtown. I can assure people that there's really no issues with that at all, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and if people want to get, if people want, what's the website? So if people want to find out more about it, what's the website? So the website is www.ominicaartcenter.com and we have a Facebook page, just write Ominica Art Center, you can find it, and Instagram as well. So normally I post all the events that we have. At the website, we have a calendar with all the events that we have so we can, can always check because we have the free uh, events and our programs, but we also rent the place for uh, local bands to perform and it's very accessible, accessible and we have like shows and events every weekend. So it's really nice. And people everybody. can sign up to volunteer there as well? Yeah, we okay. have a link. So there is a form. If people want to volunteer, they can fill the form. And normally this information comes to me and I send um, a letter so they can have the criminal uh, checked, criminal record checked. Yep. And then when they get back to me, I we organize a orientation day, like a kind of party, lunch, orientation. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they are good to go. And we depend on volunteers. So it's really nice if anybody wants to volunteer, you just go to the, our website and fill the form. So armonicaartcenter.com. 
yeah. or Facebook page mm-hmm. or Instagram. Yeah. Or exactly. Instagram. So check it out. If you get a chance to look into Amanika Arts, I highly encourage it. Uh, Fernanda Sala, thank you so much. I'm so grateful that I met you when mm-hmm. I did. No, thank you so much. I'm really happy to, to have met you as well. Yeah. When we return, I've got, I've got our very own Trudy Clausen ready to go. The more you listen to the life of Jesus, the more grateful you are to be included in his company, to go on admiring him, worshiping him, and then also to stand with him. What would it be like to be counted as a friend of God? Dr. Michael Ziegler tells how friendship with God enables us to be better friends with those around us this week on the Lutheran Hour. Be listening for the Lutheran Hour Sunday mornings at 8 here on 93.1 CFIS FM. The Alzheimer's Society of BC's Northern Interior, Northwest, and Northeast Resource Center is located at 1811 Victoria Street. One-to-one in-person support is available by appointment. Book your appointment by emailing ldecruz at alzheimersbc.org. Call the office at 250-564-7533 or toll-free at 1-866-564-7533. The Northern Interior, Northwest, and Northeast Alzheimer's Resource Center, 1811 Victoria Street. Federated Cooperatives Limited and co-ops across Western Canada are once again helping to create places for everyone through co-op community spaces. The program was created to help protect, beautify, and improve local public spaces. Registered not-for-profit organizations, registered charities, or community service cooperatives are invited to apply with $25,000 to $150,000 available for a project. Full details and applications are available at communityspaces.ca. The Co-op Community Spaces application deadline is Friday. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, a mix of sun and cloud. A 60% chance of flurries early this afternoon. Wind for the north at 20K, gusting to 40, a high of minus 13, with a wind chill of minus 24. Tonight, partly cloudy, clearing near midnight with north winds becoming light, a low of minus 25, a wind chill to minus 35 with the risk of frostbite. On Tuesday, sunny, increasing cloudiness near noon with wind from the southeast at 20, a 60% chance of light snow late in the afternoon, a high of minus 11 with an afternoon wind chill to minus 20. This is Community Echoes on 93.1 CFIS-FM. I almost, I almost I- interrupted myself here. But uh, we're <laughs> I'm here with uh, I want to thank Fernanda Sala for stopping by and sharing her her uh, uh, information on her position at Amanika Arts. And I have somebody here. We're not going to talk politics. That's going to be a hard. We're not going to talk anything thing. about panel. You being on the panel or anything I, or council or council nothing. Gosh, but trust me, I can get there real fast. Well, I'll try and dissuade <laughs> you if I can. Depends if you push some of my buttons or not. <laughs> Um, I have today Trudy Clausen. We're going to be talking about the Prince George Speech Arts and Drama Festival Society. Society. If you can say that three times real quick. I should probably go. Or if you can't, yes, you should come and take some lessons. I could probably take some lessons on articulation and enunciation. Yes. And breathing. And breathing and and all that stuff. (laughs) So, uh, you know what? I didn't know about this. And I didn't know about the the society until somebody who I had met uh, at Theater Northwest Mm -hmm. who 
is now or was I think last year or the year before an adjudicator. Uh huh. And that's Meg Peters. Yes. I met Meg Peters when we were I was apprentice stage manager at Theater Northwest for um, a Christmas Carol. Yes. And she was in the cast, and she was like in in grade school. Elementary, maybe just getting into high school, maybe junior high, and now she's like when she won the the year she won. I think she won the overall. Yes, she won a festival overall. Yes. Wow, and I was so impressed. So I didn't know anything about it. So uh, I'm wondering if you can e- even share some more information on what the what is the society and what it what does it do. So the society has been around. Like we we're uh, celebrating the 41st year. Um, <laughs> 45 years and I knew nothing. <laughs> well, I, I, well, but you know what? You've benefited, uh, whether you know it or not. Um, so, I mean, the festival is, like I said, in its 41st year. It's, it's a nonprofit. Uh, everybody, it's a working board. Um, you know, we're all, we just pitch in and do what has to be done in order. And our, and our purpose is, um, our main purpose is to put on a festival, which is basically giving children... Uh, I mean, and adults can, uh, and I've participated most years that I've been involved, um, can also, adults can also participate, but it's kids age six, I think six, to age 23, who, who can compete for, um, I mean, because it's, it's a, it's a competitive festival, so we award first, second, third in each class, and um, the top, and we award top overall. We or, award lots of tons of different awards for best poetry, best lyric poetry, best, uh, gosh, duos and and um, uh, dramatic scenes and all kinds of and best Shakespeare and <gasps> Shakespeare. Yeah, I love Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yes. Do you have any like beat poetry? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be or not to be, that's probably the best <clears throat> I can do at this. Okay, <laughs> but but I love I love Shakespeare and. You know, the interesting thing about Shakespeare is, um, you know, you in this time when we have so many kids, like p- parents and, and teachers, everybody complains, kids are online all the time. Well, I, I don't know if you've met Melissa Glover, but she's one of the... Mm, yeah, I know yeah, Melissa. Yeah, from yeah. Theatre Northwest. She has the uh, summer camp, and she offers one of those camps for kids. Mm-hmm. They do a Shakespeare play. And you, you That's know, fantastic. And so many people yeah. now think that, well, gee, kids aren't going to be into that. But they are amazingly into it, and they get it, because if you have someone gifted who can explain what's going on, uh, because the the uh, Middle English is a bit difficult, mm-hmm. and yeah. but once you get it, like the themes are timeless, and uh, kids love it, and so yeah. I think yeah, you know, I mean, in high school when the, you know somebody said, oh. It, when you are reading Shakespeare in English class, and we used to have to read Hamlet and Macbeth, mm-hmm. that Scottish play, yes, uh, it was like, oh God, you know. But when I got into dramatic art, and we um, and we went a little bit deeper yes. into the play. And then there, even in Macbeth, which is a tragedy, there's some hilarity in in that oh, play. With oh, I think Shakespeare was just an amazing. So it's good to see that kids are getting exposed they to some totally classics. They totally are, and right? they have been. And we have, like here in Prince George, we have three speech arts and drama teachers. You don't have like you don't have to have a teacher in order to enter our festival. And just let me put in a little uh, plug here. Our festival uh, entry deadline is tomorrow at midnight. Mm, yeah, I was looking at that yeah. on your website. Yeah, yeah. so. 
you still have, uh, we ended up having a little bit of a later deadline than we wanted, but uh, the deadline is tomorrow at, on the 27th at midnight. And so you still have time to enter. Uh, and so you can do that do that on our website, princegeorgefestival.com, and just go to the uh, syllabus and the re- to see what the syllabus is, explains all the different classes and what they are. And we have, uh, I think, 29 different classes and... I know, yeah. and um, and then you can pay your registration online and register online. So, what was the when 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 they a little bit maybe you can give us a little bit of history like forty one years. So, what what was the driving force that formed the society? Well, I would have uh, I would assume it would be to encourage the excellence of of pursuing literature, yeah. a deeper knowledge of literature, and. Um, uh, and an appreciation for literature and understanding like what is amazing as you if you do because uh, speech arts is also an RCM um, discipline mm-hmm. so which means it's it's affiliated with the Royal Conservatory of Music, of music. Infi- yeah, yeah. incidentally but they have a whole syllabus there and um, so you go through all the periods of time and just watching how po- poetry changed over time or poetry and writing and everything changed over time and the different writings and and um, it's it's just absolutely fascinating. But the the inspiration would have like um, I think uh, Iris. Did Mellon? I put you on this? Well, and here? I no, I mean you did you did, but I should have had this in in my brain. Uh, the the I think the one of the founders was an Iris Milne, if I'm not correct, if not wrong. But most of my most of our listeners here would know Debbie McGlattery mm-hmm. because she was one of the local teachers who and and Kathy Bloomfelt for years and years they ran the festival. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it, the, the it's just the passion for the for the spoken word and for the appreciation of literature and bringing words to life. Mm-hmm. It's more than like it used to be quite the focus was technical, but that has changed a little bit to become more okay. You if you understand what the words mean, so it, it, so the teaching has changed a little bit. If you understand what the words mean, you will give them the proper care and attention. And that yeah. will produce the great alliteration and the pronunciation and, and the, the pacing and the enunciation and all of that. Yeah, We are going to take a quick break. And maybe uh, I got a few questions about, about what the future holds for the, for the society. Check out Creative Space Sunday at Tururu's Gallery. Use oil pastels and black acrylic paint to make your own scratch pad March 3rd at 1. Featuring a new activity each week, Creative Space Sunday is free for members with a nominal fee for non-members. It's a drop-in event with no registration required. Come by yourself, with your family, or with friends for oil pastel scratch art. The next Creative Space Sunday, 1 o'clock, March 3rd, at Two Rivers Gallery. Advocate Life and Education Services is encouraging everyone to become a champion for hope. It's your opportunity to join others in B.C. who are making advocacy for life a priority this year. Numbers show how great the need is for women in crisis to have a safe place to go. To learn more about Advocate Life and Education Services and to join Champions for Hope, visit advocate.ca. Advocate Life and Education Service, bringing hope to women and families through pregnancy, counseling and resources. 
Trinity United and your Community Arts Council are presenting their inaugural Performing Arts Series. The series features an array of performing artists from across Canada and will highlight a variety of disciplines. The next performance is three stunning innovative creations by Ballet Kelowna, April 5th at the Playhouse. Tickets and the full list of dates and performances are available at ticketsnorth.ca and at the CN Centre box office. Tapas and other works from Ballet Kelowna, April 5th at the Playhouse. This is Community Echoes on 93.1 CFIS-FM. I am uh, Michael Cass, and this is Community Echoes, here today with Trudy Clausen, usually talking politics or on a panel and, and discussing some really interesting stuff. But I find this interesting and fascinating, the uh, Prince George Speech Arts and Drama Festival Society. We're talking, and and how long have you been president? I have been president just since the fall. Oh, okay. before that we had uh, the legendary uh, Mike McGuire. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I would not have expected Mike McGuire. I, we, I don't know we why. We lassoed him. Okay, the, yeah. this is, and and this, yeah. you know, and you were just asking uh, before, like, what's the what does the future hold? And yeah. and we're just like all of the other nonprofits in town, struggling to find volunteers especially after pa- after the pandemic people got you know nobody was doing anything and so people got out of the habit of volunteering and and so we're looking for a few volunteers so if you want to do something meaningful and fun and be part of something um so uh <laughs> i like to tell people we keep the drama on the stage <laughs> we are a no drama board leave we, your drama on the stage before you walk in the door to the board meeting to the board meetings because we are not into drama we just want to do the good thing for the for the community um be and i mean for us our own you know fun of seeing this come to life um it's absolutely it's and it's one of the the thing that I, if I you didn't ask, but the thing that I really love about speech arts is the fact that it is, it's that it's it's sort of a rudimentary skill. Um, I mean, teachers do show and tell, but this brings it to the next level. Like I think I really think like every adult will have to make a public speech at one point, mm. mm-hmm. even if it's at the family Thanksgiving dinner or at the eulogy or at the reading of the will. Mm-hmm. It's going to be somewhere. You're going to be making a speech, and uh, why not? get a little bit more comfortable with it and uh, a friend of mine introduced me just to like our kids to speech arts it took her quite some time but we finally did and it was like this is so good so none of all of my kids who took speech arts are happy to stand in front of a crowd and talk like they're nervous but they they can do it oh i mean i think i think being nervous is is still part i mean to me it doesn't matter how much experience you have there's always a little bit of yeah you just put a smile on it and it looks like yeah yesterday i was at the i was at the gene clark Mm -hmm. uh awards and uh the the uh her daughter or granddaughter her daughter got up yeah her daughter got up to speak and she said as a third grade teacher i'm going to look at you all as if you were third graders so i feel less nervous so we all so we all have our little tricks mm-hmm. and is that something that not not necessarily tricks but no uh, the t- the teachers tactics or the teachers absolutely they they we have fabulous teachers um we've already mentioned melissa glover but also carol joy green of shine studios and grace mm-hmm. arnett from mm-hmm. kaleidoscope and they all have facebook pages so you can find them there uh, but also from our, we also have them on our website, and they absolutely they have. So the kids when they when they're going for a class, they'll do improv, they'll do uh, poem re- recess, recitations, or they'll read from a book, and 
um, and learn how to, and, you know, enunciate all the words properly and give different voices to different, uh, different speakers, oh, yeah, yeah, to the yeah, characters, yeah. all of that stuff. And it's and of course it starts small and and they go all the way up to grade uh, well to ARCT actually to grade ten and yeah. When you you mentioned earlier like uh, teachers, mm-hmm. now were you talking teachers in school oh. or were you talking okay, teachers that were outside? <laughs> okay, of I, the the teachers I mentioned are the private teachers right. who give private lessons, and I just want to make a little pitch. Pro- these private lessons are among the most uh, affordable ones that you will find for extracurricular activities because you don't have to have any special equipment. You just show up with your voice. And another thing that I want to say is that there's a lot of students that come that are brought in that have speech impediments mm-hmm. and or that are super nervous in front of people. And so these teachers are really good at bringing out the best and encouraging kids to get past those fears and, and those uh, those issues that they have. Um, and then, but we also have a number, and this year we have quite a few uh, public schools. Like last year, I think we had five public and private schools uh, classes bringing their their students to the festival. To oh, be. that's great! And this year, I think we have even more, mm-hmm. which is just really good news because that means those kids are getting that much more um, practice, and they're getting. And, and I want to say a little word about the adjudicators. The, like we hire professional adjudicators who come. And like you said, Meg Peters was an adjudicator. Melissa Glover's been an adjudicator. Mm-hmm. Catherine Hansen, who is at CBC oh, right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, I mean, if we want to talk about past students who have gone on to big and bright things, mm-hmm. like I have a list here. I mean, our Will Peters, who is at, um, uh, is it 93, no, 94.7? Uh, 90, yeah. Yeah, he's on, he's on the radio and, mm-hmm. and on TV. He's a reporter. He went to speech arts and won, all, won awards. Um, I mean, Catherine Hansen, Amy Cassie of Spirit of the North. Mm-hmm. She went to speech arts. Her kids have done speech arts. And uh, and then Micah Green is uh, is the age of my kids, my younger kids. And he is now the dr- manager of communications for Pierre Polyev. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, you know, and, and I, whenever, I'm, whenever I tune into a documentary, mm-hmm. right, the... Or even a even a sporting even a even a sporting broadcast, if the, if that broadcaster is it does not have that voice or that delivery, for me, I I won't watch it. Exactly. I won't continue to watch it, or I'll change it. It's yeah. just like yeah. it's just like poetry does for me on the page does not come to life mm-hmm. until you hear it uh, read or recited properly. Mm-hmm. And that brings it to life. And I've even for myself, when I've done pieces of poetry, it makes that poem come to life. It makes all the difference for Shakespeare. If the person knows what they're saying and they know how to express it, you don't even you can even miss a number of words and you'll still get it. It's ab- you're absolutely mm-hmm. correct. So mm-hmm. proper delivery uh, of whatever it is that you're saying. Words are so important. They paint pictures. We were talking be, uh, during the break about about that delivery, mm-hmm. right? About how about no even even the even the accent on the word within mm-hmm. the sentence yes. can change the entire mm-hmm. sentence. Yes, right? oh, absolutely. And and I mean, we have we have words everywhere. And and when you're speaking, like if you look around your room, wherever you are, there's words everywhere, and they all mean something. And but I mean, if you're talking to somebody, you have to you're the way you speak matters and the way like the proper enunciation the pause all of those things those come out of no giving the words their proper weight and and that's why i mean that's 
that's the art of speech arts and drama is taking is allowing those words that the that the author has thought about a lot to write down and to bring those words to life and to proper meaning do you think um you know i mean letter writing has is is, is kind of a lost right. art right mm-hmm. and uh so many things get the translation when it comes to text so many things get lost in that oh, translation uh, that translation when you're when you're texting back and forth do you think do you and and you talked about the conservatory of, mm-hmm. of music do you, do you do you ever get this fear that that commu- verbal communication is going to go the way no, I think of it, I think it's actually just going to increase think? because as we rely more and more on on uh, AI uh, the soft skills that we have because you can read something in AI and I mean at this point it's still so rudimentary so often but but as that like I think what will happen is our so it, it'll it's it's a little deadening to the soul to read some of it right and and over time like our soul will long for the beauty of of art and uh, like I would say that speech arts is the beginning of the other performing arts and we all love movies we love there's you know a huge number of people that love gaming we love like so and we love watching uh you know like tiktok and all of that Mm -hmm. stuff right Mm -hmm. that's all it all starts with words and 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 so i think the field of speech arts and drama will always be uh whether or not you to actually take lessons or participate in a festival the power of language won't won't be going away anytime soon Trudy, that was a perfect way to wrap this up thank you so much for coming by and sharing uh what the and i'm going to try and say this quickly and maybe i can maybe i'll come and volunteer the prince george speech arts and drama festival society of prince oh no prince george was at the beginning prince george was at the beginning <laughs> yes <laughs> but it is it's a mouthful but uh, absolutely come check us out at princegeorgefestival.com dot com right on thank you so much thank you your Prince George Public Library, in conjunction with Family Services of Greater Vancouver, is offering a session on how to file your taxes online. The session on March 5th will also describe benefits and credits which may be available to those who have already filed. This is a free session with limited registration. Register in person at the Downtown Public Library or call 250-563-9251. A filing taxes workshop, March 5th from 6 to 7.30 at your Downtown Public Library. The Senior Activity Center on Brunswick is serving breakfast. Monday through Friday from 8.30 to 11, choose from their menu of eggs, bacon, sausage, pancakes, French toast, and more. Reasonably priced and fresh off the griddle, it's a nutritious way to start your day. That's breakfast at the Senior Activity Center on 4th and Brunswick, 8.30 to 11, Monday through Friday. Note that the Prince George Senior Center on Brunswick is closed on statutory holidays. The local organizing committee for the 2024 Parabiathlon World Championships and Paranordic World Cup Finals have launched their new event website. As excitement builds for the two consecutive events being held March 5th to 17th at the Otway Ski Trails, the new site is the main portal for all information on athletes, teams, volunteers, fans, and community members. Check out the website today at caledoniancompetitions.com so you're prepared as the world comes to Prince George in March. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, a mix of sun and cloud. Wind for the north at 20K, gusting to 40, a high of minus 13, with a wind chill to minus 24. Tonight, partly cloudy, 
clearing near midnight with north winds becoming light, a low of minus 25, a wind chill to minus 35 with the risk of frostbite. On Tuesday, sunny, increasing cloudiness near noon with wind from the southeast at 20, a 60% chance of light snow late in the afternoon, a high of minus 11 with an afternoon wind chill to minus 20. You're tuned into Community Echoes on 93.1 CFIS-FM. I'm going to use the opening line that I sort of scared you with just now, that fresh off her opening night at uh, Studio 2880, the Community Arts Council, uh, Tarot Bodner, and your opening of your exhibition, and your exhibition is called Infinite Horizons. Oh, I was, I thought. Ethereal Encounters with uh, Lady Aurora. Lady Aurora. Okay. (laughs) And that dress that you have there at Studio 2880, that's a beautiful dress. And the shots that you, that you had there, the painting with the light. Yes. So tell me a little bit about tarot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, talk about myself. Yeah. No, next question. Shameless (laughs) self-promotion. I mean, no one's going to do it for us, right? No. We know that. That's true. We know that. And you know, as a photographer, you tend to hide behind the camera. So, you know. So uh, I was at, uh, I was just sharing with Trudy that I was at the Gene Clark Awards yesterday and uh, Ellie Klasner was there and he sent me a text and he said, you look very comfortable. You look content behind the camera. And my response, my response to him was, I feel content because that's where I can hide right <laughs> you got it and we're good at exactly. hiding behind yeah. there right yeah but it, but it's fun it's my very first solo exhibition ever are you serious i can't believe it that. is when you said that i was like no <laughs> yeah 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 and you know it's something i always as a kid would dream of doing like i put mm. posters on the walls and there's pictures and paintings all over the place and mm-hmm. um not so much photography but when i was into photography and could do um, my own work in the dark room, those things went on the wall. And you know, there's always putting a collection together and having some fun. So it just took a while. <laughs> I, li- I like what you said in, in your in your artist talk when when you said I experimented even that first time mm-hmm. in the dark room. Yes. And I yeah. remember doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Right? Wasn't it fun? I was like putting negatives together mm-hmm. and dodging and burning and trying yeah. these With different nobody techniques. teaching us how to do no, that. It's no, no. That, I think that's what photography and art and everything is. It's creative. It comes from within us. Trial and error. Yeah. 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 So why photography? Ah, you said a, you're going to paint soon, though, I right? I know. <laughs> 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 we'll stick to photography. Photography yeah. for now, yeah. um, which is a medium that is used by a lot of painters mm-hmm. as well to mm-hmm. capture the image. It, it does yeah. capture an image. Um, I find it's just a really creative outlet, outlet for... Um, creating more imagery and um, creating something from it. But I only have one Supernal Powers up on the wall there at Studio 2880. It's the only composite. Every single other photograph is a uh, a long exposure Mm -hmm. still. But... um, so long when you say long, mm -hmm. let's let's put it into relative terms. So long... As as opposed to one one twenty fifth of a second, right? We're yes. talking like Long five seconds, yeah. Ten at, seconds at night. It's, it's yeah. five or six. Four is probably the least. It would have to be a really bright night. Yeah. Up to twenty seconds at night yeah. for this. I call it a still because it's one image, but it's it's a long exposure. Yeah, um, look yeah. To it, so um, like if you photograph water and leave your camera open for twenty seconds, 
uh, rough water will turn into a smooth glass, and smooth. right? I tried yeah. that this summer. <laughs> so I got a neutral density filter. Yes, you need those. It just specifically for doing that. Yeah. And I and I was not happy with no. the results. So Practice, I'll get out right? there and I'll keep practicing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so why, what, what was it about the Aurora that, that captured your imagination? Oh, goodness. Just, um, well, I shoot anything. I'll try anything. Yeah. Almost, almost. Uh-huh. There's some things yeah. I won't do anymore. Yeah. Um, but Weddings. Yeah. Kills my back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you get old. Kills my brain. Kills my, <laughs> kills my nerves. <laughs> but they're fun and enjoyable yeah. too. But yeah. um, that's more work. But um, the Aurora, just, just to go out under the stars, there doesn't even have to be an Aurora for me now. I've mm-hmm. seen it. Like I've been shooting this for f- 10 years yeah. and hoping there's a great display but never disappointed if there isn't Mm -hmm. because if you look up you get in a dark space and you look up into the stars and you can just feel I can I can just feel awe and joy like it's amazing um I can get goosebumps right now just Mm, just being there almost um I guess as a little kid it was always like it was so dark when we lived in a small town we didn't have all the light pollution we get Mm -hmm. and when it got dark, it was kind of, ooh. And then as we got older, could we go sleep in the tent out yeah. under the stars? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I got into hiking, and I'd be the first up before the crack of dawn because yeah. the stars would still be out. And it's just amazing that those stars up there, someone else in the other part of the world can still see the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just out there it's so far. Yeah, I think th- that that that. It, it sort of for me it gives me that it reminds me that I am I am so just small. a small so, so insignificant yeah. I, I know, know. What's this? insignificant well but I know what you mean but but yeah so small and the light that is coming to my eyes from yeah. that star had to travel yeah long before anybody else was alive even here that's right? hard to fathom. Yeah. That is, yeah. yeah, I can wrap yeah. my head around that one, yeah. but I'll go down the rabbit hole for a yeah. long ways on but that. But you see, if you watch Men in Black, yeah. the uh, galaxy is on Orion's belt, which yeah, is yeah, the yeah. collar on, yeah. the on the cat. On the cat, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. there's things smaller than us, too. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's yeah. my favorite constellation. Orion's Orion, belt. Yeah. Three. Yeah. When I when I would when I would be going through a rough time, I mm. I would just pick that star, one of the oh. stars in that belt, and say, and then you know just focus on that mm-hmm. star, and you know everything would just sort of mellow out, yeah, right? Well, yeah. So, and how do they stay in, the, in aligned for all those gazillion years? Who you know? knows? Yeah. Right? That's, that's I think there. that's I think those are questions that <laughs> Neil deGrasse one. Tyson can better <laughs> answer than me, right? Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so. When you, we're, I think we're, we're going to take a break here soon, <laughs> in a minute, uh, and we'll talk about the gear that you use, and 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 especially that little app because I'm going to use that uh-huh. the app now. I have to go and, like I said, I have to go and scan the QR code because my wife and I don't know how, but it's on her bucket list to see the aurora, and oh, I'm like, yay. and I'm like. And I think I just take it for granted that, you know, oh, well, it's just the aurora. Like, wh- oh, why? Yeah. And I don't think as many people see it as we may think. Yeah. And it might be because we're photographers, we know what our camera can see mm-hmm. as well. But mm-hmm. even those that I've come across people that have been out there and they're just happy to just stand there and experience it all, even without seeing all the beautiful color that's up there. 
it's just an awe-inspiring experience for a lot of people. When we come back, yeah, when we come back, we'll talk about how you can go out and see it. Your Prince George Public Library is teaming up with the Central BC Railway and Forestry Museum for self-directed story walks from March 16th to 30th. Go to the museum on River Road during operating hours any of those days. Tell them you're there for the story walk and you will get in free. You can find the museum's hours at pgrfm.bc.ca. The Story Walk from March 16th to 30th at the BC Railway and Forestry Museum in partnership with your Prince George Public Library. Learn about dementia from anywhere by participating in the Alzheimer's Society of BC's live Wednesday webinars. Hear from community health care professionals sharing tips for common caregiving activities Wednesday from 2 to 3.30. Registration and more details are available through the webinars section at alzbc.org. Care at Home, Practical Tips for Safe and Dignified Care, 2 to 3.30, Wednesday, from the Alzheimer's Society of B.C. through alzbc.org. Children suffer from seasonal affective disorders, too. Scouts Canada has stepped up to help them kick their post-holiday blah syndrome with the Kidtastic Activity Generator. With activities ranging from winter survival skills to crafty creativity, outdoor adventures, and more, your child can explore new skills, put problem-solving abilities into play, and discover their confidence and capability. Check out the Kidtastic Activity Generator on the News and Events section and get your child active at scouts.ca. Bringing you the voices of our community. This is Community Echoes on 93.1 CFIS-FM. You're listening to Community Echoes. I'm Michael Cass, and I have with me today a Terrell Bodner. And we're talking about the Aurora Borealis, your mm-hmm. show at Studio 2880. If you, get it, if you haven't been to it and you get a chance to go check it out, it is some uh, just beautiful, beautiful, stunning photography. And uh, I'm excited to be talking about the Aurora Borealis and how you capture that. Mm-hmm. How you capture this. They're stunning images. Thank you. Stunning. Thank you. The show is on until March 31st. Until March 31st. So, we so one you month. Got a month. Yeah. But don't wait. No. Just go. Because go. The, uh, you've had some already sold. Yes, that night. That Actually, night. Prior to night. the night. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, great. It's really good. Mm-hmm. So, and you, we're, we're not going to get too technical. Good. Right? <laughs> Because I just play with this thingy here and yeah. move this over here. And it tells you, it tells you, this is where you go. This yeah. is what time. Oh, does it? Do, mm-hmm. Does the app tell you the best? So, so the mm-hmm. apps that you have will give you an idea of the best days when the highest probability, uh, the highest probability chances good, of yeah. seeing it. That's a good way of, yeah. of looking at it. Um, I have about three apps, four apps that I look at when I'm out in the field. Mm-hmm. I'm already out there, but um, there's one called Astro- Astrospheric. Um, not sure if I had to pay for this one or not, um, but I find it has probably the most um, information in it at a glance because it's got cloud cover right off the top, and I can set it to the location I'm at, mm-hmm. or I can search for a location, put it in there, and see is it going to be nice in Jasper? Should we make a road trip? We should go anyway. Right? Go anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jasper. And, then, and it's got the. Um, cloud cover and how yep. clear the sky might be that night at the and it's all set up by per hour and each day and you can go to three three or four days five days um along and have a look so right now um the levels are sort of low and sometimes the kp level when it's here in prince george if it's a four 
oh, you might see some green glow. If it's mm-hmm. a KP, mm-hmm. um, five, six, seven, you want to get out there. Mm-hmm. Great chance of seeing it. But if it's totally white on the bottom of this cloud cover and, and seeing uh, app, part of the app, if it's 100% cloud, you won't see anything. It mm-hmm. won't go through the cloud. But I'll go out if it's 0 to 30% cloudy mm-hmm. when I look at the cloud cover. And just looking at the app here, there's nothing happening um, there was a little blip yesterday, that but it was sort of like before the sun went down, so you can't mm, see yeah, it then yeah, either. Yeah, 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 the way over in the um, other side of the world, they'd get a chance. So I just keep an eye on it daily mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and just see what the KPs are. And if the KP is... Um, the, oh, sorry, um, let me back up a bit. Yeah. If you go on my website, terrellbodner.com, and on the nav bar on the top, there's solo exhibit... And you can click on that and you can sign up for a downloadable PDF, which mm-hmm. is a lot of what I talked about in my, my show. Yeah, yeah. And um, the KP levels, I haven't put it in there, but if you go to the apps, you'll see the KP levels. Um, they are actual lines that are across the globe. And up in the Yukon, they're at a zero or KP1. They can see it all the time. They're yeah, so far yeah, north. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're at middle of the province, so KP3, um, we can see the aurora. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's a KP4 or 5, a 5 will hit the lower mainland people. They'll mm-hmm. be able to see it. Mm-hmm. When it's a 6 and 7, the states are just going wild, yeah. the, the northern states. They never because get a chance. They never to, get yeah, it yeah, unless it's yeah. a really big storm. Yeah. And, yeah. Now, when we're, when you say storm, we're talking about a solar storm. A solar so, storm, yeah. So when, when there's an ejection of plasma coming from the sun Mm -hmm. it hits our atmosphere and it and it creates the aurora yeah the the, um, plasma or gases interact with our gases that are up there in Mm -hmm. the aurora oxygen nitrogen that's what gives it the color is this mix of um, Mm -hmm. gas and ions and i won't get too technical because i'm not a scientist but i think it's really cool how it can make color um show up and uh if it and it depends on the speed of the solar wind mm-hmm. and the way it'll push the aurora and make it really active, um, and sometimes it depends on the way it's hitting us. Um, there's another app um, that'll keep track of the BZ, which mm-hmm. is just another indicator on a little circle on another app. Yeah. Um, that if it's in the red, there's yellow, green, and red. That's sort of the color of the aurora. You can see yellow, which is fainter. Green, it's getting a little easier to see and the red zone is like get out there get out there now <laughs> yeah. so it's yeah. a minus 10 yeah. if is is it the b if the bz which is the i think it's like the whole big spike of how how high it's getting and it, it doesn't make sense to me because it's a negative number the more negative it is the better it is yeah yeah you know and it's it's like it's like so the so it's like with an f-stop yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me yeah, either. Twenty two to me yeah. would be more open, but it's not. It's the, That's it's right. the smallest. Yeah, it's very small. Yeah. And that was explained to me well, very well. The F stops by Philomena yeah. Hughes. Oh, yeah, a, um, a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, right? like if you think F one point eight, a baby that's a year old only sees this far, oh, yeah. so the depth of field oh. back there is all blurry. Wow. F twenty two. You're an adult. You, you see, see a lot everything. of the world. All the depth oh, wow. of field is there. 
Wow. That's how I keep it in my head. <laughs> I'll have to remember that. Yeah. Oh, there's so many other variables too, but we won't get into those. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, the thing is, you know, and, and some of your shots, mm-hmm. we really don't have to go that far no. away. No. And you were saying that you were, your wife's got Aurora on it's her bucket on their bucket list. list. Yeah. I, I had three people approach me after the show. Will you take me out on the next Oh, really? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, Will yeah, you yeah. accept a nine o'clock text, get your clothes yeah. on? <laughs> and go, no. yeah. But yeah. Um, the Aurora is forecasted about, um, sometimes you get two or three days warning. Yeah. So then I check the app and watch the cloud cover and figure out whether or not we go. And then by six o'clock when it's starting to get dark, my stuff is by the door. And yes, there's still no clouds, still no clouds. Yes, we're going, we're going, we're going. We're going, we're there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the people who ask me, I will give them a heads up that, hey, there's a storm coming. It's looking good. Things can change, you know, two days from now. But I'll keep you in the loop and I'll let you know on Tuesday if I'm going out at seven o'clock and yeah. come with me yeah terrell uh maybe i will uh, have to yes. hit you up and and yeah. maybe i'll maybe, add you to the list all right on okay good. thank you so much for coming by if you get a chance go down to studio 2880 check out the beautiful photography and if you want more information terrell bodner right yes. on thank you so much you're welcome thanks for having me you've been listening to community echoes on 93.1 cfis fm